0: Hello. 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 And welcome, welcome to, mobilize. to Mobilize. Mobilize is a podcast that puts a spotlight on and is a resource for people, people. friends, communities, communities activists who've who decided to stand, stand up, up. Resist. Resist. resist, 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 fight back, Each mobilize. mobilize. Each day, together. Together. together, we shine a light on the we truth. A light on the we truth. focus
1: on the things that unite us. We,
0: we pull, pull each together. other up. We celebrate, we celebrate our, our shared day. humanity.
1: Episode one, why we fight.
0: The 2016 election was, for me, an assault. It was an assault on basic human decency and logic. Here you have this really awful, awful person, someone who keeps doing and saying things that should have prevented him from being allowed in public spaces, let alone run for president. Among other things, and this is just a few of them, he disrespected a Gold Star family, denied climate change, said the U.S. should reinstate torture. Uh, He physically mocked a reporter with a disability, called Mexicans criminals and rapists. He brought white supremacists into his inner circle, talked about banning all Muslims from entering the country. He had a fundraiser for veterans and said that he raised $6 million total and gave a million of his own money But then it turned out he had lied about both of those things. Um, He encouraged his supporters to attack people that protested him and promised to pay their legal fees if they did, publicly asked Russia to hack Hillary Clinton, and, and this is crazy, was caught on tape bragging about committing sexual assault. You know, the whole grab him by the pussy thing. And when he was confronted about it, he denied that it had happened and refused to issue a meaningful apology. So not only was this guy doing and saying all these horrible things, but they're being amplified and repeated over and over again ad nauseum by newspapers, radio, TV. They were enabling him. I kept waiting for him to be disqualified or arrested, you know, because of the Trump University fraud, because multiple women speaking out about him sexually assaulting them. But he wasn't. Instead, despite losing the popular vote by almost 3 million people, he won the Electoral College. It it was like a bad movie that had gone terribly wrong.
2: This winter... A man with hands that are so very, very extremely incredibly extra teeny tiny. A man who is constantly spewing hateful bull hockey directly into your brain. The orange-faced sexual assailant. Racist spam face McBuckethead. Let's just say, the guy's a real jerk. Donald Trump is, for some reason, a rancher man, president-elect. God, what were we thinking?
0: Something that became clear to me the day after the election was that I had been waiting. Throughout, I kept waiting for the system to work. Uh, Yes, I had phone banked and even taken a bus to a swing state to help get out the vote. But I was still somehow treating the situation, the election, as if it was like the other elections that had happened in my lifetime. Like it wasn't An existential crisis for our country. And so I had waited for the system to right itself and it just didn't. The system failed. On my way into work that day, it was like someone had died. I live in New York City and you know something is terribly wrong when you can hear a pin drop on the subway. Many people were wearing black. They were hushed. Everyone was looking down. We were in mourning. Um, we were mourning for the soul of our country. In the elevator of my building, uh, when I was going up to the office, I heard someone say that it hadn't been like this, that they hadn't felt like this since nine eleven. 11 Throughout the morning and day, uh, I half-heartedly went through the motions of my normal routine, and I, I felt, I began to feel... This immense pressure building inside of me, this anger. And by the afternoon, I was ready to pop. I decided I had to bike home a little early uh, so I could cool off. And it was on my bike ride that I first saw a bunch of people, an unusually large amount of people, heading downtown. So I followed the crowd uh, to Union Square. And there must have been at least a few hundred people gathered there already, uh, confined by a metal barricade. And I could hear chanting. Uh, There was someone shouting through a bullhorn. And I, I parked my bike and I joined them. And more people came and more people came. And as the crowd swelled, people started standing on either side of the barricade Uh, Soon, we filled the entire park. That night, I joined thousands and thousands of other people and marched from Union Square to Trump Tower to protest against misogyny, racism, bigotry, and hate. I felt a surge of power, of solidarity. For the first time in a long time, I felt hope. So, after the protest... Even though I didn't think it was going to happen, logically, I couldn't help it. There was all this noise about how the Electoral College could choose someone else. After all, there were these massive unconstitutional conflicts of interest from his hotel in D.C. to giving his daughter and son-in-law security clearances to not putting his assets into a blind trust— and this was exactly what the Electoral College had been set up for. It was, it was there so that it could prevent someone like this from actually becoming president. But as we all know, uh, that, that didn't happen.
2: An unremorseful sexual predator, a violent, racist, bigot, and a thin-skinned Twitter addict with no self-control. Donald Trump Donald Trump and Donald Trump in The Presidential The Presidential Mansion for some reason Executive Producers David Duke, Stephen Bannon Ben Carson and Hitler You know the Nazi one
0: So I know it's not going to be easy. It's going to be, at best, a very rough couple of years. And things are most likely going to get a lot worse as the Trump team and their enablers in Congress try to systematically dismantle and privatize the federal government, remove protections for our environment, defund our cultural institutions, and tear our immigrant families and communities apart. But I also know it's not going to get better unless we get together and make it better. At a time when one party controls all branches of government, we, the people, are the only Czech left. And something that has been incredibly heartening is that we are rising to the occasion. It took too long, but millions and millions of patriots across the country are now standing up to resist hate and protect our most vulnerable. I want to fight back in the most effective way that I can. That's where Mobilize comes in. I'm a sound mixer by trade. So the idea of a podcast made a lot of sense to me. And it must make sense to a lot of people because almost everyone that I've reached out to about this project has jumped on board immediately and and lent their talents where they are the most effective, whether it's artwork, music, uh, interviewing, editing. it's, It's funny. I realized that While I've spent many years helping other people refine and finish their projects, I haven't spent a whole lot of time writing my own, conducting interviews, being in front of the microphone, as opposed to editing at the computer or holding the microphone. But that's okay. We're all in uncharted territory. Our country needs us. It's time to mobilize.
1: My name is Christina and I resist this administration by standing up for my rights. I'll be graduating this June with a Bachelor in Arts. In graduation, my mother will watch me walk across the stage. She'll probably look back at the day we packed our bags and left our country in search for a better future. We only seek education and opportunity and we got it. DACA allows me to work legally in the only country I've ever known. DACA is important because it allows me to stay and reach my highest potential. Losing this would be devastating, so alongside all other undocumented students, we will not let this administration take that away from us. My name is Christina. I am undocumented and unafraid. Regardless of what happens in the future, I'm here to stay.
0: That was Christina. Every episode, we are going to feature the story of a person who has decided to stand up and fight. We'd like to hear from you. Go to www.mobilizehere.com and submit your own story.
1: Hi, my name is Charlotte. I'm a musician in San Diego, and I co-wrote and recorded the song Rise Up. When Corey first approached me about the podcast idea, I was pretty excited from the start because I'd seen a lot of the same things that he had, which was the people around me finding the motivation and the strength and the power to begin fighting for their beliefs that they felt were currently being threatened. and. You know, I was. I'm watching people do all these awesome things, but I was not. And um, I think largely because I was, I guess uh, stuck in you know the whatever you want to call it the blues. I was depressed. I think a lot of people were there. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that um, post-election, just not knowing what to do and being so confused and sad at the outcomes. And feeling kind of this this hopelessness. And it was really sort of taken over in my life. So when he talked to me about writing the theme song, that was, that was really awesome because I'm a songwriter and I could do that. And I wanted to do that. I knew immediately I wanted to be involved in this podcast and write something that would do it justice. So Corey actually had some really specific ideas from the start. He had the basic the rhythmic structure and melodic and melody for the backup vocal part that runs throughout that, rise up each day, each day we, rise up each day, each day we, that part. And he knew he wanted it to feel like a protest song, call and response. And then he also had this idea that we shall overcome, act as a counter melody at some point in the song as well. So we really, when I say we, I mean my husband Phil and I who writes with me, we really structured the whole song around that. It was pretty funky, and it reminded us of Sly and the Family Stone a little bit. So we, we went, ended up going with a funk song because it, we thought that that would be fun and accessible, something that gets people moving and marching, but then also because there's a lot of power and force in funk, and we were hoping that that would come through as well. So we started it with chords backing up that melody and kind of gradually layered things on top of it. The guitar riff might have come earlier, I don't remember. And my husband is drummer and he got the drum groove, bass line, we fleshed out the backup vocals, adding harmony, I had to modify We Shall Overcome a little bit melodically to make it actually fit um, with the song, but I think it ended up sounding pretty cool. And another thing that Corey and I had talked about was that we wanted it to be something that would speak to a lot of people and a wide range of people, not name calling, um, not accusing or like pointing fingers. When I was writing the lyrics, I, I I wanted to be very careful that it was something that would tell a story that a lot of people could relate to, and that is fighting for yourself, fighting for your neighbor, fighting for your friend. But in essence, fighting as a community and a group of people who are coming together to help each other. So I wanted to speak to that part of people that wants to help their neighbors, help their friends, their family members, and will stand with them in times of hardship. And then from the other side, that neighbor who needs to have someone standing with them for them to know that there are people there fighting with them and that they're not alone. Um, And then the bridge, I was really fortunate because a good friend of mine contributed lyrics. I thought it added a nice, fresh perspective and kind of lifted the song, took it somewhere else. And that was perfect. I think it really needed that. I guess the biggest thing that I hope for and the biggest thing that I hope comes across is that call to come together and fight alongside each other and you know as the song says rise up
0: thank you for joining us for the first episode of mobilize i'm cory choi and i look forward to seeing you in the streets